Father, we thank you for the gift of life. Lord, it's only the living that will praise you. We thank you for what you have done, what you are doing, what you are proposed to do. You are a great God, a merciful God, a kind God, omnipotent, all-knowing, all-wise. We thank you for a time like this. You've given us a privilege to be alive, and we're grateful. Lord, be thou exalted. Lord, be magnified in the name of Jesus. As we have come today, we know and we recognize that only the living who praise you. You have spared us. You have given us a privilege even to be alive today. Therefore, we say thank you, Jehovah. We magnify your name. Lord, as we look into your word, we ask for God that you will teach us. You are the only one that can illuminate our minds. You are the only one that can teach us the engrafted word that is able to save our souls. Father, speak to us. Holy Spirit, I ask, oh God, that you will minister to everyone, that you will visit everyone. As many as are weary, as many as are tired, as many as are weak, as many as are frustrated, as many as are sinning, if God is there, how can he not do this to that? Father, I pray, oh God, because you are a God that can reveal even the deepest things to us. Father, show and oh God, manifest yourself in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning for every family in this family of God. We thank you for what you have done, what you are doing. For this country, we are worshiping you today because we're standing in the gap, believing you, oh God, that you will help us and heal our land. We thank you, oh God, for what you are doing. Have your way, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. A lot of things will not go right. But with God, there will be no loss of life for you, your family, your household. When you start calling upon God and holding on to his promises and his covenants, they are yea and amen. You just have to hold on to God. You have to believe him. You have to trust him. You have to have confidence in him. Last week, we also emphasized the power in the name of Jesus. For God has given him a name that is above all name, that everything underneath the earth, on earth, in heavens, will be subject to him. They will bow to him. At the name of Jesus, boundaries are broken and yokes are destroyed and problems are relieved and salvation is received. I, I'm encouraging us to always meditate on these things so that our hearts may be encouraged. Today we have a quick study in the word of God. You may be familiar with the story, but I'm trusting the Holy Spirit will teach and expand the word of God. You know, the progressive understanding of the word of God that will help us to become better Christians. Uh, today I want to challenge us in a few minutes and afterwards we're going to really pray. Uh, I say don't keep silent before God. Don't keep silent before God. And there are reasons for us to be silent before an authority because we think if we speak too much, we may say wrong things. There are sometimes we may be in front of authority, we say, even if I ask, I may not get. Uh, there are things to make us believe such things. But I really want us today, as we study the book of Mark chapter 10, verse 46 to 52, and please, you may take time afterwards don't meditate on it. I'm trusting the Holy Spirit, the great teacher, will reveal more and more and more, even to you, in the name of Jesus. I'll take our reading. And they came to Jericho, and as he was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a great crowd, Bachmeres, beggar, the son of Timaeus, was sick by the roadside. I want to pause a little bit here to set the stage so that we can understand the story properly. Um, 
this Jesus Christ was walking all the way down through Jericho. And as he was about to leave Jericho, there were these disciples, the close companion, the people that understood the mission that he has called for the work that needs to be done. And two, there were quite a lot of other mixed multitudes that are watching, that are observing, that want to see what's going on. This great crowd that followed Jesus along with the disciples while he was leaving Jericho. And then there was a single person, it could be you now, it could be me now, it could be anyone that you know. Padmeus called out by name, uh, but he had a specific issue, a challenge, a problem. Most of us, you know, the cloak and the clothes we wear and the positions we have hide behind uh, us a lot of things. Many people have a lot of challenges and issues and problems, but the only thing we need to know is we must be able to recognize our challenge. We must be able to recognize our problem. So please, I want us to understand this morning that blind bad males was called here, he said blind and a beggar. He has nothing to really possess or so, and because he was blind, that led to so many other problems. Blind bad males, the son of Timaeus and was sitting by the roadside, was sitting by the roadside. So this story is about this man with a great crowd, everybody watching, the disciples that knew Jesus, and now Jesus was there. To look at the story of this man and how our lives can be transformed is that the Almighty God will give us a sense of understanding of our state so that we can actually reach out to God correctly, Appropriately in the name of Jesus. Before God, there is no pastor. Before God, there is no minister. Before God, there is no bishop. Before God, we are all children of God. And we must be able to appeal to God, to call upon God that way. This man, having this great crowd, just like you may be living in the world or living in your business, or maybe in the church with the disciples and everyone, and in the presence of God, Jesus was there, may have a situation that may prevent you from accomplishing great things. A situation that may make you to look like you are not free, you are not complete, you are not, you know, accomplishing. He was sitting by the roadside. My first thing here is the location of this man. He was sitting by the roadside. Many times sitting by the roadside for us may be you are not able to get the things you want to do. There is wisdom in you. You know, in my language they say there is dance in the mind of a lame, but there is no leg to carry it out. So I want you to understand that many times you may have great ideas, but then the position that you may be, the circumstances may cripple you, may hinder you. By the power of God in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will receive that strength to call upon God today and not be violent and your situation will change for good in the name of Jesus. I pray to God that every limiting circumstance that may hold us down, the Lord will break them and we will receive the strength to pursue every purpose of God for our lives in the name of Jesus. So this man, Bartimaeus, blind, begging, the son of Timus, with great crowd all around him watching him, or perhaps they've known the story. Of course, they already probably talked about him. Disciples were there sitting by the roadside. And when this blind Bartimaeus heard that it was Jesus that was passing by, okay, this is where it is very important. For most of us, we've heard about God. We've been to church. We've had preachers and sermons, and they're good and great and sometimes awesome, sometimes less than. 
But the most important thing is recognizing the presence of God, recognizing mm -hmm. the power in God, recognizing what God can do. When this man is sitting by the roads, a blind man, beggar, heard, he listened, you know, that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. He began to cry out. He began to cry out. I pray that you will not be silent, O oh God, and that God will hear your prayers in the name of Jesus. When there are problems and you're silent about it, it is very hard for answers to come. Answers may come when people begin to protest. Nehemiah called upon God in the face of, he said, and I heard there was affliction for my people and I could not bear this anymore. And he prayed to God. He prayed to God. I ask us and I encourage us today that the Lord will give us that understanding and that urgency to always run to God in prayers in the name of Jesus. He began to cry out. Uh, you, you cannot just say, oh, well, how much prayer shall I pray? How much worship shall I worship? And I want us to be very clear so that it won't be that uh, we're focusing on one aspect. When you worship God profusely, when you worship God as if there will be no tomorrow, you are praying to God, you are crying out to God. God sees what you are calling him for. When you thank God, when you when you say, God, that's all I have. This is all I can give you. You are praying to God. I want you to always, always make it your determination to pray to God, to worship God. He cried, he began to cry and say, Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. I want us to quickly take a look at that. When it says son of David, he was basically saying, Jesus, I know you belong rightfully in the throne. I know you belong in I need help. Have mercy on me. Jesus, the son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy. That should be one prayer point we should always learn to pray. This is a template of prayer. Uh, when you ask for mercy of God, you are asking for God to help you. You are asking for God to not look at your flaws, to not look at your mistakes, to not look at the things that you probably could have been punished for, but you are asking God to say, Lord, I might have sinned, but please help me. Please have mercy. Please call upon God. Don't be silent. This blind beggar in front of, in the presence of the crowd, a large crowd, a great crowd, he started crying out. Sometimes when you pray, people may think your prayer is too much. You are calling upon God too much. You are not doing this too much. I want you to always focus your attention on God. Do not be limited by the people that are observing you. Oh, he goes to church, she goes to church. What has she done? What has he accomplished? Oh, he, he praised too much and whatever has God helped. Well, let's leave that to God and you hold on to God. He cried out and said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And as usual in verse 48, many people rebuked him. They basically insulted him. They said, will you keep quiet? We have more important things going on here. People rebuke him. I want us to know that we must understand the obstacles around us. One obstacle is not just a leg that could not walk or the fact that the situation was, he was blind. That's what the real problem was. He had legs, but he couldn't see where he was going. As he was crying out, people began to say, you're blind. There is nothing that could come from you. I want us to recognize this money as we're going to pray as well. Everything that the world may be telling you, you cannot do. 
it may just be because they cannot recognize what God has deposited in you. For a man that has a house, oh yes, he can see, but because of circumstances physically at that moment, he could not, but he cried out to God. Was it an hopeless situation to cry out to God because you're already blind? Or let me make it look like it in American terms. For you to have a lot of, you know, uh, the, the bill is racking up and then your situations are not great. How do you, how do you really get by and begin to move forward with things of God like, say, oh no, this is too much. I can't serve God because of this. Therefore, I just have to focus more on getting by and getting by. No, your purpose in life is not just to get by, it's to fulfill the mandate of God. What is it that God wants you to do? Maybe God wants you to talk to other people. Maybe God wants you to encourage other people. Maybe God wants you to just show forth the praises of God in your life. Many people rebuking. One obstacle to our fulfilling the purpose of God will be the audience. The audience, the people that watch you, the people that see you, the people at your workplace might say, oh, you're nobody, or you can't get this. They'll ask you and tell you, you're from where again? Your accent is like what? And who are your parents again? And what was your last name again? Can I pronounce that? And everything about you is limitation. But you must always see capacity. You must always see that great grace. You must always see that enablement. Even you yourself sometimes can say, well, can these eyes see? The Bible tells us, you know, this man said, Jesus, son of David. He called him Jesus of Nazareth before. Because he said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? I pray that as you trust God today, the Lord will strengthen you silent you will not remain oh well i don't know what will happen because in our mind we can be closed up many people rebuked him they shushed him they told him to stop they asked him not to disturb the peace of the environment and telling him to be silent but i pray for you today and ask god that the lord will empower you so that you can speak and pray and prophesy Remember, if you don't use the power of the word in your mouth and the name of Jesus, things will not change that easily. You have to speak uh, life. You have to speak health. You have to speak abundance. You have to speak favor. You have to speak. In fact, I want to tell us prophetically, according to the word of God, that a time like this is when you begin to speak abundance. You know, when others are saying there is casting down spiritually, fundamentally, for you there is uplifting. You know, when things are falling for others, that is when God, you know, remember scriptures when it says, you know, and things where people will fall on my side and on these others, but for me, I will stand. And for me, there will be nothing like that. You know, not just in terms of being sick, but for you to even grow bigger. In out of every troubled situation, economy that is going on, then there are great wealth and great blessings that come. Not just wealth of finances, but even your life, the things that God wants you to do. Many rebuked him. But he cried out all the more. What was he asking? So, son of David, have mercy on me. His prayer was very clear and consistent. Have mercy on me. What has he done that made him to be blind? What have you done that made you to be in a situation you I want to tell you that it's not just what you have done. It's not even what you have imagined. It is God that can actually just turn things around, regardless of what you may think. 
oh, because I've done this, because I've done that, it's my nature, it's my background, it's how I grew up, it's the environment, it's my parent or it's my people. It's just because I don't have this qualification or that access to this and that. Those are great things to itemize, but they're not good enough to take us to where we're going. So please cry out to God. Don't keep silent. Don't say, well, I think God is just wanting me to be like that. No, God wants the best for you. Son of David, have mercy. And Jesus stopped. I love that piece. And Jesus stopped. And Jesus stopped. The day you start praying to God, you will begin to witness what we call divine encounter. You know, that means Jesus was passing by. And then he, he could not because he understood it was Jesus started calling and Jesus stopped. May God basically uh, pour his abundance upon your home today in the name of May God visit you today in the name of Jesus. And Anna prayed to God and then the man of God said, may the Lord answer your prayers. And that I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord will answer you. But you must pray for God to answer you and you must be clear on what you're asking. And they said, call, Jesus said to him, call him, let's bring him forward. They called the blind man, saying to him, be cheerful, get up, he's calling you. I want to remind us that the same people that shushed him, the same people that shut him up, the same people that said he was going to church too much, the same people that said that he was praying too much, the same people that said, you think Bible can save you, apply wisdom, you must be smart, you're intelligent, you live in America, you must know how to figure things out by yourself. The same people that were trying to make it look like God was not sufficient for this problem were the same people that said, take heart. I pray that those that have thought that you cannot do, they will be the one that will applaud you Amen. when the great grace of God begins to manifest in the name of Jesus. The Lord will make you to be the one that will testify in the name of Jesus. They said unto him, get up. But before they said, keep silent. He's calling you. And then the man, cheers. That is why the power of praise trumps everything. Throwing off his cloak, he sprang up with joy. The word of God calling you. If you have not been saved, hear the word of God. Today is the day of salvation. God wants you to be saved. Receive him, embrace him. He said, I stand by the door of your heart, Revelation chapter 3. He says, uh, can you just open the door and I will come in, I will dine with you, I will sup with you, I will advise you, I will talk with you. I want you to pray to that God this day. Lord, save me. Come into my heart. And I want you to receive God gladly. Remember, I said, the joy of salvation will fill your heart. And that joy drives you, helps you encourages you, gives you everything you need. He sprang up and it came to Jesus. When God calls you, go to him. Go to him. He is the author of everything, the beginning and the ending, the Alpha and the Omega, the one that was, the one that is, the one that is to come. Is the one that is called the Ancient of Days, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Elion. Uh, it's called Jehovah Rapha. The one that heals you. He's all authority in heavens and earth. He makes all things. He declares and things exist. And he says there will be nothing and things just stop. I want you to know that when you call upon God, you are calling upon the authority that creates the entire universe. He calls everything by name, stars, and he names them. He has authority to help you, to help me, to strengthen me. In fact, I absolutely, completely believe that everything you are trusting God for, he's more than able to do them. He threw off his clothes. When you call God, when you go to God, be excited. Be excited. He sprang up and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him, 
What do you want me to do for you? Doesn't that look ridiculous? Sounds more rhetoric. This man is blind, he's on the wait side. He's been calling for a couple of times and now he got in the presence. What do you want me to do? This is where it is very important to be clear what your prayers are. You can pray very well if you don't understand scriptures. And that is why it is important for you to study the word of God. Please come for Bible study. Seek a church if you don't believe, you know, in or what you already heard before. Seek a church. Go to a place where you can study. We have Bible study. We have Sunday school. We have Sunday services like this. Please make time, make time so that you can pray correctly. The scripture, Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? When God comes visiting you, it might be hard for you to know if you don't have scriptures. You can say, God bless me, oh God. And that's a good prayer, but it's also learn to be very specific. What do you want me to do? The blind man said, Rabbi, Rabbi means teacher. Let me recover my sight. Let me recover my sight. I have a few minutes to wrap up. Lord, let me recover my sight. If you have, if you have a lot of debt, you can ask God, Lord, help me so that all my debt can be paid. If you have sickness in your leg, you can say, Lord, let this sickness, this thing that the ailment that troubles me, let oh God there be healing. If you have your lungs that is not working well, you can speak to it by the word of God in the name of Jesus. Lord, Father, I ask you that you heal me. We talked about health yesterday. It's amazing Sunday school that we had yesterday. Oh yeah, you can seek doctor and then go there. Make sure you do that. Absolutely important. But then the minute you get there, you have to say, Lord, as I'm going, let there be clarity. If doctors can't see anything, they can't even give you the right treatment. You're going to be in limbo anyways. But the man said, Lord, let me recall cover my sight specific specific if you're asking god for children ask god lord bless me with children you need job ask god lord i just don't need a job i need a means of income that is steady that can help me to be free to worship to praise you to honor you so that i can do all the things i want to do let me recover my sight he said and jesus said to him oh that's easy stuff go your way look your face has made you well. Oh, seriously? I thought the man just wanted Jesus to do something for him. But Jesus said, you already have something that is required for you to get all the things. I want to be clear again. Jesus said, your faith, the fact that you trusted in the name, in the authority, in the presence, using the Jesus that you've called, the son of David, have mercy. The fact that you have faith, you have been made well I said the faith has made you well and immediately immediately he recovered his sight and follow him on the way perhaps people will look at his eyes right away and say well he's still blinking uh, people will look at the eyes and say well he can't see everything correctly of course yes it takes probably a few you know things for him to be able to comprehend what he's seeing so many times when you begin to see the blessings of god and god opening doors for you don't despise the days of little beginning god is taking you higher god will take you to wait i want you to have faith in god don't keep silent call upon god be excited discount all the naysayers all that he can't do is he can't do it all the people that say you pray too much, all the people that say, who are you? What can you be? Even in your workplace, it could be. People may just tell you, oh, you're great, you're awesome. But in their heart of heart, their true feedback is ridiculous, cannot do, cannot execute, not great, not fit for the position, should never be promoted to this. In their heart, they may say that. But the same people that may say that while you are not there or maybe repressing you, 
you need to be able to just call upon God and that the ones that will heal you and give testimony to God. I pray the Lord will help you. Lastly, Romans 10, 13 says, for everyone, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone that calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. You can be saved. You can be strengthened. You can be encouraged. How will people be saved? How will they call on God if they have not truly, correctly believed Him? How can they believe Him if they've not really heard the genuine salvation message? And how can they hear it when nobody's teaching them about it? And that's why I encourage you this morning, don't keep silent. In fact, for you that can preach the gospel, that can share with other people, tell them. Go and tell them Jesus is the Son of God. Tell them the salvation. Tell them the grace of God. Tell them that God will help them. doesn't mean that all their problems will be solved. And I pray the Almighty God will help us in the name of Jesus. I want us to bow our heads as we transition to prayer. I really want us to call upon God this day. 